0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Karsmanski Podcast. I'm your host, David Karsmensky, and today I'll be going through the most important news that happened in the last 24 hours. And today it is indeed a car podcast, as for the first time I am recording in my car. So apologies for any external sounds you might hear, like some airplanes passing, for example. But nothing's going to stop me from giving you the news, and I'm very happy to present to you today's edition. We'll start with some new models perhaps as a tradition at this point. Uh, there's two new models coming from Nissan. The first of them is the new updated Nissan Armada. Nissan decided not to mess with the existing formula and it's pretty much a big seven-seater with a huge 5.6 liter V8 that now produces 400 horsepower. There is 413 pound-feet of torque and the towing capacity is 8,500 pounds. And it's hooked up to a 7-speed automatic gearbox. And then the majority of refresh refresh was focused on the design, both interior and exterior-wise. In exterior, it's looking pretty handsome. I see quite a resemblance with the the big SUV from Volkswagen, Volkswagen Amarok, with the flat face and square proportions. But it still looks pretty handsome, boasting the same design language as the Aria got, uh, perhaps in a much, much bigger scale. Interior gets updates as well with some new cool tech and a larger screen. Of course, this one is twelve inch wide. There's of course some towing and off-road tech that I'm sure will be used by the customers of Armada as they seem to be using their trucks a little bit more often, perhaps in countries like uh, the ones inside Middle East. Pricing and availability is not yet released. Uh, we just see a glimpse of the car coming, so that's coming a little bit later. We're expecting Nissan Armada to come to the market probably sometime in early 2021 as it has 2021 model year, not 2022, indicating that it will come in the first half. And another model that Nissan updated today was the Nissan Kicks, which was just a facelift, so the improvements were not as drastic. It does get a fresher face and rear with the same uh, V-Motion grille. And some LEDs on the front and the back, and it gets some more tech as well. Inside, you get a bigger 8 inch display and wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto standard. Same 122 horsepower, four cylinder engine that has 1.6 liter capacity uh, powers the car, so nothing changed in that department. But overall, it's perhaps an interesting improvement of a very affordable SUV. The old model starts at just under 20,000 US and the new model is expected to be around the same price which will be quite affordable. Another new model that we have seen earlier in October but just got more specifications is the new Genesis GV70, a very handsome SUV that borrows from the design of its largest sibling, GV80. A very good-looking SUV inside and outside has really its eyes on the BMWs and Mercedes-Benzes of the world. And I think with the right pricing, it will be successful. Now, the pricing wasn't released, but what we are knowing now is the engine options. So starting with the diesel that we're most likely not getting in North America, it's a 2.2-liter four-cylinder turbo diesel producing 207 horsepower and mighty 325 pound-feet of torque upgrade to a 2.5 liter turbo four-cylinder and you get mighty 300 horsepower and 311 pound-feet of torque but if you want to go to sporty mode there is a v6 available it's a 3.5 v6 with 375 horsepower and 391 pound-feet of torque so that will be the most powerful options the uh, transmission choices is simple it's an eight-speed automatic and terms of the drivetrain it will be rear wheel drive as standard with all-wheel drive model available as well. That being said probably the V6 will be only all-wheel drive only but uh, there is potentiality to have the mode that switches most of its power to the rear wheels. So GV70 is an exciting crossover with nice engine options, very cool design and potentially good pricing so we'll see how it bears with the German competition. A brief mention of another new model that definitely deserves to be on this podcast is the new Porsche RSR Racer. It's their GT3 Racer uh, that's going to be unveiled on December 12th. That's when we'll know all the technical specifications and details. But for now, they just showed us the vehicle under the wraps of the camouflage. So not much is known or can be traced. The two important improvements that people have noticed first of all is the rear wing that is very similar to the one we've seen with Porsche GT3 with the supports being on the top and not on the bottom kind of in a gooseneck pattern and the second was the new boxy mirrors so those are the two things we've noticed Uh, stay tuned for December 12th unveiling of the racer Some curious news uh, from the new Bentley model as reported earlier they are planning to go all electric after 2030 and to prepare for that they are going to release their first electric model in 2025. Bentley's boss talked about the limitations of the battery technology and said that currently if they were to release a sedan with existing batteries uh, and the proportions that they're looking for they probably will be looking for between 200 and 300 miles of range which is potentially not as much as Bentley customers would like. So they will be releasing a high-riding sedan, which is kind of like the Jaguar I-Pace in that proportions, or even a Mustang Mach-E. The car is due in 2025 and will be based on Volkswagen's brand new platform that is being developed by Audi, codenamed Artemis, and planning to be introduced in Audi A9 sedan, their new flagship electric sedan that's coming. While Bentley has high hopes for its electric vehicles, this new model, they don't think they'll skew many of existing customers into choosing the electric life. However, this might attract some new customers. Obviously, uh, Bentley being offered um, customizable options and pretty nice, striking, comfortable design for its customers. They're looking for someone new, perhaps, who was distracted by the gas and diesel options that they had before. Overall, it's a pretty safe bet. Bentley definitely has the brand image to sell any car they produce. Look at the Bentayga SUV that many don't uh, particularly like in terms of their design, but it still sells better than any other nameplates. They don't expect this sedan to take any of the existing names as well so potentially will be a brand new name as they're looking and doing their marketing marketing research uh, to see how would they name and how would they change the naming convention so overall 2025 uh, will see this sedan probably will see it a little bit earlier in the a9 flagship Um, so just wait and see what it is and speaking of SUVs Volvo Boss has announced that they expect their brand to sell 75% of SUVs in terms of Volvo portfolio, with 25 remaining being the regular cars and wagons. And this is perhaps not as surprising, especially for people living in North America where SUVs are really dominating the scene. And even currently, Volvo has sold 71% this year uh, of their SUVs uh, in terms of their product offering. And that's up from last year's 61%. So kind of stating the facts here, Mr. Volvo, um, you're not surprising anyone with these statements. that's about it for today guys sorry a bit of a shorter episode i'm running out of time but those are your most important news happening in the past 24 hours i always tune in to my channels to either speak to me and see what's going on uh, in the car world uh, pretty cool analysis on instagram and pretty fun videos on tiktok so check me out if you want to send me a message feel free to do that i always appreciate you listen and i appreciate your feedback even more thank you for your time i hope you have a wonderful day everyone take care Bye bye